Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Welcome to our Wednesday broadcast. Glad you are back with us. And we began with some breaking news out of my former home state of Delaware. Because right now we have a new development in the Biden document scandal. New York Post reporting the FBI is searching President Biden's Delaware vacation home for classified documents. Biden's legal team said this month it had searched the Rehoboth Beach home and found no mishandled papers. However, similar assurances were given about the president's Wilmington home before more records were found there by the FBI on January 20th. In other words, they can't believe anything this man has to say. Special counsel Robert Robert Hur is investigating whether Biden or anyone in his orbit illegally mishandled classified documents dating to his vice presidency and Senate years. Again, at this moment, a search of President Biden's Rehoboth Beach, Delaware vacation home is underway for possible classified documents. (laughs) This, you know, the more, and this ties in to where I want to begin in today's monologue about the need for leadership. If you're going to lead the American people, you need to have your own crap together. This is really not complicated at all. You know, we've talked about this ad nauseum. The irony of this, especially with the condemnations coming out of Joe Biden toward Donald Trump, you know, it's it's pretty striking. And again, I think this goes to the heart of what I've said before. You know, aside from any other considerations, this man has no business in the White House. Zero. Did I see a story the other day, I think, about how apparently Jill Biden's going to be more active and more up front this year in the president's affairs, and I would understand for good reason, he needs all the help that he can possibly get. Ms. Biden, you want to help us? Take this man home. Just take him home and keep him. You can have him for the rest of your life. In fact, that's the vow you made. (laughs) 
My goodness. So we'll continue to follow this story. If there's anything new that we learn, especially if there are documents that are discovered there that do not belong, we will let you know about that. Let's talk again about leadership, a subject that is near and dear to my heart. I want to recognize, and I think we all have to recognize our shortcomings. There are areas we do well. There are areas we don't necessarily handle well. But I want to talk about my aspirations, my intent, the goals that I'm working toward. And I think this is where most of us are. Most of us are busting our rear ends, doing the best we can to manage our own homes well. What does this mean? It means we're going to go the extra mile to work hard. To make sure that we can take care of ourselves, take care of our families, position ourselves for financial success, to provide for our wives, children, some cases extended family. We're doing everything possible to keep it together. And you know, we've had a lot of headwinds. We've all had to deal with the ridiculous price hikes with gasoline. We're all battling the effects of inflation, issues with the supply chain that have reverberated through this economy and caused us all to pay dearly. Latest, you know, manifestation of this in our conversation yesterday about eggs and what's happened with the prices of eggs recently. We've got a lot on our plates. A whole lot on our plates. I was just reflecting on this this morning and there was a particular commentary that I listened to that it really resonated with me and it helped me to formulate these thoughts that I'm sharing with you now. And let me sum it up this way. You are working your rear ends off. You're doing everything you can to keep it together. And you want constitutionally elected leaders to effectively lead and manage the country's business. That's what you want. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. If you have chosen, and that's a key factor here, if you have chosen to be in political office, you've chosen to take on the responsibility to manage the country's business and manage it well. Now, this has all kinds of manifestations, as we will talk about a little bit later on with the issue of the country's debt and the debt ceiling debate that is going on. But there are other aspects of this we have to think about as we look to 2024, because we're going to have another opportunity to make some very important decisions. And I think one of the things we have to consider what qualifies a person to be in a position like that? 
I want to repeat that statement I made. I want constitutionally elected leaders to effectively lead and manage the country's business. Key word there is effectively. Effectively lead and manage the country's business. Continuing to run up debt is not effectively running, leading, and managing the country. It's not. I think there's so many of us, we're in a place where we want to see something different. We've seen, and it doesn't matter which political party you're a part of, because they've participated in this madness. Frankly, it looks like a game. And we see this over and over again. I don't know about you, I want to see something different. And honestly, I think I have a bias towards someone who's not done this before. That's where I am right now. I want to see something that you're going to show me. You're going to be different from that last person. For instance, in the race for president. I have still yet to see a president come into the White House with an axe ready to chop down all the possible vestiges of big government possible. Haven't seen it yet. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. But that will certainly be a big qualification that I'm looking for. We're going to talk about this and much more. And what got this conversation started? Coming up. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. On that breaking news we told you about at the top of this broadcast, the FBI searched President Joe Biden's beach house outside Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, this morning. A third source familiar with the matter said no warrant was involved. The search was consensual. It's unclear whether FBI agents are searching for something they know about or if it's a random search for more classified documents. Biden's personal attorney, Bob Bauer, 
said in a statement, the Justice Department's conducting the search with Biden's full support and cooperation. The quote here under DOJ standard procedures in the interest of operational security and integrity, it sought to do this work without advance public notice, and we agreed to cooperate, according to Bauer. The search today is a further step in a thorough and timely DOJ process. We will continue to fully support and facilitate. We'll have further information at the conclusion of today's search. So, again, search in Delaware, vacation, beach home of Joe Biden. And again, I'm not here trying to stir up strife or jealousy or how many of you, after working in whatever field you're in, how many of you have beach homes like this? What has this guy ever done except working in government? I think history is going to reveal these folks, this family, is crooked. That's what we're going to find. Now, whether anything's done about this, that's another story. On the text line, by the way, if you'd like to join the conversation, you are welcome to do so. The GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. And on that text line, they're going to impeach Biden on this. And Mansion and Cinema will be on board and they will remove him. Boy, wouldn't that be a mess? <laughs> ah, that would be rich. Vince, I'm a Republican and did vote for Trump, but if Nikki Haley announces her candidacy for president, I will support her. So now the Nikki haters will text in. They need to get over the Confederate flag deal. Okay, we'll talk about Nikki a little bit later on. Vince, are the FBI going to search Jill's underwear drawer? What a joke, these people. They insult our intelligence. It's now apparent the DOJ and the Dems are maneuvering to oust Joe and install a Dem into the White House, who has a chance of winning in 2024. <laughs> Vince, love your show every day. Is there a reason why the National Archives, why they don't have a type of library checkout system to track what documents are being looked at? And if they aren't checked back in that day or a specified future date, they go after them? Seems so simple to me. Your thoughts? That's from Barbara. I don't know. How do you possibly have a catalog of just the multiplicity of documents that are generated? I mean, keep in mind, this is the government. These folks are good at generating papers. I, I, I just don't know how they keep control of it. I, Barbara, I, I don't think there's a good answer there. Which, unfortunately, comes down to the integrity of the people in office. Uh, translation, we're screwed. Just saying. Vince, you will never see it as candidates are always beholden to their donors. If every candidate had equal set campaign budgets, then it's possible. Okay. I hope to God you ain't suggesting we elect Nikki Haley for president because that's just what we need, a woman for president after sleepy Joe Biden, not to mention Vice President Kamala Harris who's probably at the beauty parlor getting her hair done for Tyree's funeral today with Al Sharpton giving the eulogy. God help us. Wow, that was a loaded text, wasn't it? 
some real shots there <laughs> and a number of sacred cows. If the truth is ever fully exposed, we'll find the Biden family is the political equivalent to a mafia family. Graft, bribery, influence peddling. Yeah, I would, I'm not the least bit surprised that we would find such. When I was younger, I wanted something. My parents would say, do you think we have a money tree? Those don't exist. Well, now it does. For the benefit of a select group of people, as long as we have a monetary system in which essentially money can be spoken into existence and then spent on whatever the people run government, the regulatory state want. And then we pay the bill by inflation. Things will never improve. You know, this has to be the most brilliant text of the day. I know it's early in the show, but you have basically described what's going on. You know what's sad about this? The wisdom that was imparted into you as a child is lacking in Washington, D.C. right now. Your parents told you there's no such thing as a money tree. And that's the truth. But you have people now who are lying to you and trying to convince you that we can just keep going and doing the stupidity that we're doing with our national debt. And there's nothing to worry about. All right, this text line is getting out of control. I may come back to it a little bit later on because I must get to some very important content that's probably going to inflame some of you. Here's what I started to say in my monologue. We need constitutionally elected leaders to effectively lead and manage the country's business, which means they need to be laser focused on the country and the country's business, not themselves. Their focus is on us, not themselves and their own grievances. So enter one John Fredericks, a talk show host. I'm not familiar with this guy. But he's characterized by the Daily Beast as a MAGA-boosting radio host who, according to their account, has turned on Donald Trump. I think what he had to say was quite wise. Here's the first thing. I want you to hear a couple of clips. The first one we'll play before the break. And he's basically calling out Donald Trump. And he's calling him out on this very issue about the fact that you and I have real concerns. And he's tired of listening to the president talk about all these distractions and grievances. Here is John Fredericks. So, look, we've all been saying stop giving money to the RNC. But I don't, you know, look, President Trump is going to do what he wants. Simple. He's going to do what he wants. And so, look, we've all been saying stop giving money to the RNC. But I don't, you know, look, President Trump is going to do what he wants. Simple. He's going to do what he wants. And uh, you can speculate on it. But I think he should have stayed out of the race totally. Not even send surrogates. Just let the chips fall where they may. Same with McCarthy. Let the chips fall where they may. But he wanted to get involved. He's got that right. And he does it. You know, we said a big thing out yesterday and about... Um, I don't know, fake news or he's suing somebody. And I'm telling you, folks, I, I'm just telling you, nobody cares. I mean, they just don't care. 
price of eggs are going up another 27%. So now I'm going to go from $100 a month for eggs for my athlete son to 127 in the next month is what they're, what they're saying because of the egg shortage. I mean, prices are going up. People are hurting. And I just, you know, just putting out more getter, whatever it is, uh, true socials about, you know, suing uh, uh, Woodward and uh, CNN or something. I'm telling you, it's all grievances. No one cares. They just don't care. I just don't care. In place, we'll talk about it coming up. Stay with us. Because we are moving in a particular direction where I'm not sure there's really serious consideration about where it's actually going. As you know, a decision was made recently to send tanks to Ukraine. Of course, now they're after, asking for F-16s. And it was our own Congressman Dan Bishop from right here in North Carolina who's questioning the wisdom of these decisions made by Joe Biden. And I want to, rather than sharing what Dan Bishop reminded us of, I'm going to let you hear what Joe Biden said himself. Here are his comments, the warning that he put out last March about escalation. Here is President Biden in March of 2022. The idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand, and uh, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say, that's called World War III, okay? Let's get it straight here, guys. That's a pretty sober warning, which is... What Congressman Dan Bishop has reminded the president of his words, and Congressman Bishop joins us now on the broadcast. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning, Vince. I'm delighted to be with you. I'm doing well. Thanks. And I'm so glad that you have reminded the president of his words as he uh, continues to um, uh, escalate. You know, the wisdom of this is something for discussion, which is why you are here and I suspect that you are concerned uh, based on this tweet that you have put out. What are your thoughts here, sir? Vince, that's an, an understatement. I have been concerned for the entire period of time that the United States government has now, uh, the United States Congress has appropriated in excess of $100 billion for the conflict in Ukraine. And as you point out, there have been a, a, a continuous escalation. What other term is there for that in terms of the nature of, of uh, munitions and uh, materials, defense materials supplied to Ukraine? We, of course, are not only bearing the overwhelming share of the responsibility uh, internationally for the uh, the cost of the prosecution of the war itself and the means and methods in terms of intelligence support and the like, 
but we also are basically propping up almost alone. I mean, the the, the Ukrainian government now, and and so the thing I've been most concerned about, well, many, much concerned about over the course of that time, has been the cost to the American people and the question of prioritization of a lot of needs for the for the United States of the American people that we have not been taken care of. But but as you but the other companion thing, and that I think is increasingly becoming the definitive issue is what exactly are we driving toward and what risks are we taking to get there? Mitch McConnell in the Senate said that uh, for Republicans, Ukraine is the top priority. I I question that when he said it, but what are they looking to do if it's, if it's regime change in Russia, if it's getting Vladimir Putin, who's a bad guy, have we thought about what comes next in Russia? Can we remember what results we had in in Libya, uh, by sort of a similar thing in a much smaller country, it, I, and and then you talk about, as you say, so Abrams tanks. You heard the president saying how ridiculous it would be to uh, provide offensive weapons and the needed. Frankly, you know, there's going to have to be American personnel support for weapon systems like that. So those are now fielded in Ukraine, and and although the president's just said recently in you know, the last day or so, no to F. I mean, can you imagine that we would be providing F-16s into that theater of war? That's that's incredible to me. I, I want to put you on the spot and ask you, how serious do you think the concern is that this thing might escalate to the point where we actually are engaged in war ourselves directly with Russians? You know, Vince, you cannot gainsay, you cannot eliminate from consideration that possibility. I, I don't know precisely how it will happen, but we have troops massed in NATO nations in the vicinity. Um, we have, I think, a sort of a recklessly un, uh, incautious policy by the Biden administration. Uh, you see these, all, I mean, Kevin McCarthy, I'm giving credit to the speaker for saying there are no more blank checks, but that's all that the Biden administration and, and and the Senate have been inclined to write. And it just goes on and on to the point that no one seems to be thinking about a balanced approach. It is things they say keep saying things like we're going to be in it for as long as it takes, as much as is required. And that just I, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't think you talk down your own side when you have a strategic objective. So I'm not suggesting that, that they, they go out and speak pessimistically about our effort. But. I just I do think they really mean it, and I don't think they've thought about that ultimate question the United States has to always keep in mind is what are our strategic interests, what do they justify, and what is the limit? What is the exit strategy? What is the ultimate that is achievable? And I just don't hear that being talked about. So the risk, I mean, I, I don't want to see my son uh, end up going to war in Ukraine. I don't want to see a thermonuclear devastation of the earth. Everybody should be thinking about those things. And I I don't know why caution seems to have been thrown to the wind when we're talking about a conflict involving a nuclear power. It's a lot to think about for sure. We only have about a minute left here, uh, Congressman Dan Bishop. Uh, But I want to ask you, you know, we've got new leadership in the House with Kevin McCarthy. Uh, You know, we've talked about oversight and investigating so many other things. Do you have the sense that, Kevin McCarthy, this is on the radar screen to address this issue and have a serious discussion about it? 
Um, I, I really can't speak specifically what the, the speaker is thinking on the subject, but I can tell you that the pace at which these massive appropriations bills for Ukraine have been forthcoming, there's bound to be another one before too long. And the change that has happened in that is going to and frankly, the process we went through at the beginning of this Congress about being clear about our priorities and sort of getting voices from around the conference involved in key decisions, there are – speaker's correct. There are not going to be more blank checks from the House of Representatives for Ukraine. Well, that's certainly uh, good to hear. In the very least, there would be some conversation about this. Uh, I, I so appreciate your heart and your wisdom on this. Uh, Congress, Congressman Dan Bishop, certainly keep us posted along the way. If there are any developments, uh, that would certainly, uh, um, you know, we need to hear about on this subject. Uh, thanks for your service, sir. Thank you, Vince. Look forward to being in touch again. On the Vince Coakley radio program, I really do hope we have some more comprehensive conversations about what's going on with Ukraine. You know, I my concern, you know, I you always hate to just throw things out there and compare them to other things that may be very different, but there may be some similarities. Yes, I dare say it, Vietnam. Did Vietnam happen as a result of, oh, let's let's go get involved in a quagmire? No, we gradually got more and more involved. Oh, we need to send some advisors there. Oh, well, we need to send this or that. Next thing you know, we're fully engaged in this thing. And it was a mess. It was a cluster. And I'm not sure that there's... A serious discussion anywhere about the what ifs and what's our real objective here what is the real objective and the priority for America that's the key thing America this texture wanted me to ask Dan Bishop ask him how long until we have a battle here stateside God forbid this texture saying Congress can stop all of these transfers of equipment, period. Biden will do anything he has to cover what Hunter and he's done previously in Ukraine. Money, tanks, planes. You know, it's all at his disposal. And I think part of what you're suggesting here is the distraction factor. I'd love to get your thoughts about what we need to do there. Back on the subject of leadership, I saw a text here that I, I really loved. You nailed it, Vince. It's the government, the government, local to federal, incompetent to perform simple tasks, nor even care. Easy paychecks for most they couldn't survive in the workforce outside their safe space. Government job. Yeah. 
I very quickly want to get to this because <laughs> in the monologue, I was talking about this issue of what I, where I think many of us are, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're doing and taking care of your business. You want these folks in Washington to take care of the nation's business, right? You heard from John Fredericks, who's really ticked off about Donald Trump getting distracted by garbage, getting involved in the RNC race, and this other issue where Donald Trump allowed, <laughs> I, I still don't get this for the life of me, why he thought it was a brilliant idea to allow this Watergate guy, I mean, a guy who, you know, it's one of those things, you've heard the expression, to a hammer, everything is a nail. Why in the world would you allow access to a person who is not trustworthy? And now you're going to come out and say, well, I'm going to sue this person. You really have to question the wisdom of somebody who's doing such a thing. Here's the other soundbite from John Fredericks talking about the whole Bob Woodward matter with Donald Trump. Listen. You sit down with Bob Woodward for weeks on end, and you don't understand why they turn it against you. I mean, I mean, you've got all the publicity you could ever need. You think you're going to sit down with Bob Woodward for 100 hours on it with a tape recorder on and think that somehow at the end of the day, honestly, that that is going to work to your advantage if you're Donald Trump. Like somehow he was going to convince Woodward what a great president he is. These people sat down with him for one reason, to get things on tape they could hurt him with because that's their objective, not to make him look good. And so what do you expect when you sit down with stray dogs, you're going to get fleas. When you go and take a nap in the snake pit, you are going to get bit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you disagree with any of this? I really think John Fredericks is onto something here. And he's really, and, and you need to understand, this is a so-called MAGA radio host. He's calling out Donald Trump. First, he's saying, shut the hell up about all these stupid grievances. We don't care. We need you to focus on the things that are concerning us. Right now, it's the price of eggs. It's inflation. Focus on our issues. We don't want to hear about the RNC. We don't want to hear about Bob Woodward. None of these things matter. Talk about what's really important. I just thought it would be important to help to focus the attention for all of us. What do we need to be looking for? What do you need to find in a leader? Think about it now. By the way, NBC News reporting the president, former president Donald Trump, having to revamp his fundraising operation because he's struggling to raise money for 2024. Less than the money he raised six weeks before his launch. Not going too well. 
We'll talk about this and much more. Hour number two. Straight ahead. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.